Right, guys, welcome to the THQ podcast. So I thought I'd take a little bit of a different angle with my guests and interview slash interrogate the THQ trainers. Um, so I thought it'd just be a little bit of a different style. So Danielle is the first one up. So welcome to the THQ yeah. podcast. Well, yeah, yeah thank you. <laughs> so what I thought I'd do is sort of give, you, um, give you guys a little bit of insight of your personal life and your sort of training life and sort of everything really yeah. um, about you. So um, I can remember when we first met, it was, lit, it was in this room. Uh, well, actually, it wasn't the first time we actually met at a wedding, didn't we? And we sort of... And um, you said you wanted to give THQ a go. This was before, you obviously, you thought about becoming a personal trainer. Um, and I can remember we were sat in Buxton. There was no really equipment here. Yeah. And there was a few mats on the floor. And it was just one of the first people to join. Um, and I can remember you saying, like, it's not for me. I'm not going to be able to do it. But, you know, I want to step into it. I want to give something a go. Um, and the reason you thought it was because, obviously, you, had, you, had an, you have an S at the time. And you have got it now, obviously. Yeah. But it doesn't affect you, your training, as much as what you thought it was. No way near. Sure. Um, and I can remember your your, your before picture. Um, I can remember you was actually sort of leaning yeah. to one side, where you really couldn't. Obviously, um, you said you was really fatigued in the evening, and that's when you definitely think, didn't think you was going to be able to even do the THQ sessions. Mm. Um, and now, let's bring it back to present day. Right now, you've literally, you know, you've just finished early shift. Yes. You've trained, yes. and you're going to do a late shift. So you, yes. you know, and you're doing a podcast. Now. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. So you're literally going to do a 16-hour day with yeah. training. So from that sort of mindset to me not being even being able to yeah. um, actually think that you're going to be able to do a late session because of that fatigue to this present day now. So um, what you know, what what sort of the what's the great thing about being a THQ trainer? Uh-huh. Uh, I just love I love THQ and I love everything about it because like when you said when I first started, I knew well. The reason I approached it was that I knew exercise was helping my MS but I was sort of like lost and didn't really know where to go I need some some guidance so that's why I came here because I knew I would get the guidance that I needed and and you'd understand and it was smaller and more personal mm. and so I did that and and for some reason it the whole lifting weights has really helped me so much so that I barely feel I have anything wrong with me not that there's anything wrong with me but you know i barely feel there's anything i have a condition anymore Mm. which was really really good and so i would say the best thing about being a thq trainer is to be in this environment the whole time which is great i just love working here i love the people yeah i'm inspired by the people as well and so that's nice. And so did you feel like when you first, obviously, when you, what was your, your, your mindset when you was going to come in and start actually start your own fitness mm. journey? Like, fact, it was six, nearly six years ago now. Yeah. It's, yeah, nearly six years yeah. ago. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's a while ago. So obviously, you're fit, you're obviously probably scared before you come into the consultation yeah. to sort of your training. How, how's your mindset changed now? With that? I'm not scared anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was, yeah, at the very beginning, I was very scared, even though I knew there was a, a positive relationship between exercise and my MS. You were great, because we did that one-to-one session, just you and I, uh, just to, because I was like, I'm never going to be able to do this, can't do it, can't, can't do it. But then I remember one morning, you said, come in, and we'll just do a little session together, and when we did, and then I, then I had the confidence to join the session. And um, and so how is... Yeah, so how, how is that sort of... <laughs> So how, how is it sort of like you know what what's your mindset now like with it how do you find training now like find it a lot easier? 
I do find training a lot easier because I'm a lot stronger than I was. Because the reason that I was sort of like tilted to one side was because, you know, a big MS attack I had made me really weak on the right side of my body. And so uh, I was obviously struggling on that side. It was all right on my left. But I do, you know, I found I find training a lot easier now. I feel like I can push. I felt, I felt also I really sort of thought like, oh, God, I, I was scared to push myself with weights and stuff because I thought oh god what if I break myself which is ridiculous yeah. but it's in your head yeah. isn't it and uh, but now I know that it's not going to break me or hurt me in any way and uh, it's going to help and so I I'm, I find it easier I find it more you know but I still challenge myself obviously yeah. and I, I think I think that's a massive sort of positive as a THQ trader because obviously when you've got that experience as well and you're not just somebody mm. that, like myself I've not always been super fit and I think that makes you a yeah. lot better it makes you understand people at, yeah. uh, when they first come through the door the fears that they have and you know and, and that is the really the skill of personal training mm. because once we've acquired the knowledge to get people in shape it's more execution so you can have as much knowledge in the world but I feel that you use that um, as sort of your, your experiences, I think you use that as a bit mm. of help into your personal training, which has helped you massively yeah. help us get the results which you have been getting. Yeah. So I think that's, that's me. So tell me about what does your training and diet look like now? Tell me exactly. People okay. Know. Really? <laughs> no. All your, your cheats. I try. I do, all right. My training. I try and train. I feel I train six times a week. I do have a rest day, uh, which I don't really like because... I like training. I like, love it. I love, I love training. Um, no more than an hour a day, which is great because, you know, it's there, it's done. But because I'm here anyway, and I think that's good for... Oh, you can ask me that later, aren't you? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just let you fire, let you fire. I'm not very good at it. Don't worry, don't worry. Okay. What was I saying? Yeah. <laughs> ask me the so, question so, again. Yeah. So, so let's just, we'll go back to that. So, right, now you're a THQ trainer. Mm -hmm. What does your, exactly your diet plan, what does your diet look like? What does your training look like? What's your struggle? So start me off with, tell me what you eat on a daily basis. Right, okay. So I still track using yeah. MyFitnessPal uh, because I find that it keeps me on track and I th it gives me sort of reassurance that I'm eating the right things and that my diet's on point and that's sort of like it's half the battle really. So I'll eat, well, I eat quite a lot really. I eat generally about 2,000-ish calories a day, 2,000 up to 200, depends how busy my day is. If I'm yeah. doing a double day, I'll, if, you know, if I'm working in the evening till late, it's probably a bit higher. But that's good because that's sort of... Especially also with my, my Apple Watch, yeah. uh, it sort of makes you realise that, you know, because I've, I've worked, you know, you do burn loads of calories. Like, you know, you burn more calories outside of the gym doing outside, you know, just living your daily life, especially if you're working loads and that. Um, so uh, I eat about, yeah, so today on a Thursday I probably eat about 2,200. Um, and um, tell me about your meals. What's your meal like? Your meals? Because uh, I always say, we always say to people like the big, mm. biggest habits you can actually like. If I had to give somebody a fat loss pill, yes. it would be to sit down three times a yeah. day and eat a meal. Now everybody says I'm too busy, right? And then we say things like, oh, like I can't eat cold food or I can't do this or mm. I can't do that. Um, and to be honest, it's just making up. So you tell me about yeah. these. Do you how many meals do you have a day? Three, three meals a day, and a lot of snacks. No, yeah. <laughs> no I do try. I do train the eight, even though I'm up at five most days. I do try and eat some breakfast before I leave the house, which is great because I'm always hungry anyway in the morning. So I eat breakfast. What do you eat for breakfast? I tend to have peanut butter on toast. Yeah. Uh, then 
And then I'll have, oh, well, yogurt with protein powder mixed in. That's really nice. Uh, I'll have that before I train. Then I'll train. And then I'll have some more snacks. And then I'll go home and have lunch. Generally, sometimes maybe I'll make like a tuna salad. And I like pita bread, so I'll have it in the, with that. And, um, and then more snacks, protein bar. I'll try and limit protein bars, though. I don't try and eat too many because yeah. it's a, sort of like they're a bit too many calories for what they are. Um, and even though they're nice. And then I will try and have what I tend to do on a Sunday, I batch cook. Yeah. And do I still do this. I've done it ever since I can remember. Well, not ever since I can remember, but I've done it for a long time. Uh, so on a Sunday, I just get up an hour earlier and I do my lunches for the week, which I do the chin in four tubs because tuna comes in packs of four, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, and and then what I I cooked this week in the slow cooker is dead easy. It was it was chicken, so a kilogram of chicken goes in there, and there's some peanut butter, honey, uh, what else is in there? Rice vinegar. It's well nice. It's like a, a Thai peanut chicken thing, and just bung that on. Yeah. And then so then so I've got four portions of that. Yeah. So that sees me, so I don't have to stop cooking anything in the week because I'm, I'm very busy. So you just do that and then you freeze it all? Yeah, yeah. It's not freeze it all. I tend to, it does to keep in the fridge yeah. for four days. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's, yeah that seems easy for to do it. I mean, I, I tend to just do it an hour a day, but that's because I'm, how long does it take to cook on a Sunday? Not long. It depends if I'm using the slow cooker or not. If I'm using yeah, the slow yeah. cooker, like, no time at all. I love a slow cooker. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That sounds good. So tell me about your training. So yeah. like you obviously still do a few of the THQ sessions mm-hmm. you can do. I know when you first become a trainer, you was doing them more, but then since you've obviously took on more small yeah. groups, you've got PTs, you've got more sessions, and, and obviously it's, it's harder to do the sessions. Mm. Um, so tell me about your training outside of the actual THQ sessions. How do you set your plans up? What do you do? How do you split your, do you do push-pull legs? Do you do legs? Do you do shoulders, your arms? Because obviously we want to get people. I think the key to maintaining your body transformation is if people live what we're trying to do. So mm. not only are they doing the THQ sessions, they're coming into the strength room, they're thinking about what they're doing, they're making their own plan, um, they're thinking, right, I need to do this. And, yeah. it, it, and if we're thinking about this all day, like I sort of think, I probably there's not a table of fire, which is pretty sad that I don't think about training. Like, and then I think about like, how can I actually, you know, I literally plan my whole week as actually, I'm not training like yeah. today because I've got this on and I know I'm yeah. going to feel a little bit more tired. So yeah. tell me, what's your yeah. training look like outside? Sometimes, it varies. Like I do try and mix it up a lot. Like I will do a push day, a pull day, then a leg day. But I do try, and also, because sometimes if Anne trains with me, then I sort of have to sort of like be like, okay, well, we'll do that with Anne, you know, or if there's any injuries, I can't say I can't do shoulders because Anne's hurt her shoulder. And uh, uh, so, but so recently, I've done I have done a push pull legs split, push pull legs, and then the other month I was doing sort of full body, which was quite a refreshing change, mixes mm. it up a bit. And then um, I'll do sometimes I'll do I will do it like a split, but like I'm not a big fan of just training one body part like for an hour, like really hammering it. Uh, I like to, I don't like the idea of leaving the gym with like seventy percent of my body untrained. So I will maybe do two together, like chest and shoulders, or back and chest, or legs and shoulders, or anything. Yeah. I don't know, something like that. So I will do two. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because obviously you're going to get more. It, it, it makes sense, and that's where the research shows really. The research show doesn't really, it's not really affected, mm. uh, effective to train, like, you know, just one body part. So when people are going down the strength room, um, we wouldn't say, like, just train your chest or yeah. just train your arm. It is more effective to hit more multiple um, muscles throughout the day 
What I would say um, as well to people is while we're on the subject, there's obviously really free full body workouts. Mm. So things that, like, when people are sort of, you will get it from a coach and you can see what people need to improve on. Yeah. So rather than just doing things that are your strength, so let's say people are really smashing the chest press and they're really good, but we feel like they're a little bit more yeah. hunch and we can do a lot more posterior stuff. So um, do, do you do anything like that? Do you work on your weak work areas? Yes. Because was... There's actually a sign there on the strength room, that I'm not going to be able to see it, but it says work on your weakness. And I think that is the key to training as well, yeah. is that you're not necessarily constantly yeah. doing like the things that you're best at. Um, because one, that's not really going to be very good for your body shape mm. and, and how you're going to actually function in the sessions. But two, and your body shape's going to look better. But I think we should always constantly be doing things that we aren't necessarily good at to turn our uh, weaknesses into strengths. Yeah, definitely. But tell me, do you do anything like that? Yes. The other week I was getting a bit of knee pain and I didn't like that because I thought, you know, I can't do squats and it was really it was hurting a bit so done a bit of research at home and you know i think and so i think it was coming from the glute area and my glute medius so i was like so when i was doing squats that week i, I put a band on my legs and trying to activate that a bit more and doing a bit more like hip work and stuff and and yeah so i do do work on my weaknesses yeah, and that, that's that's very important as well i think that's what people should approach us to do so mm. as well in the sessions because um, if they feel like um, they, they could do the work on something, we obviously got the ability to make mm. sure that they get programmed to do down there. They just have to put that effort in. Mm. Yeah. And it's good for people to hear that we have to do that as yeah, well. Yeah, totally. Because I feel like people think that, oh, it's easy to do, you're a personal trainer. So that means all of a sudden we've been wiped clean about yeah. any cravings that we've got, yeah. any sort of, we just, we're just robots, we can just train. Yeah. We don't, we have to look at weak areas and we have to mm. then do things that we don't want to do. And, you know, it's, yeah. Actually, because my, my massage lady told me that one of my calves was weaker, uh, was bigger than the other. Yeah. And she measured it as well, and it was literally about a centimetre bigger than the other one. So I did, then after yeah. that, I was a little bit scarred, so I did, did a lot of calf raises. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've actually got one leg a little bit longer than the other. So, I mean, it could be yeah. a thing. Yeah. So that's why I have to wait in the soles, which is Yeah. So, but that helps much. Well. I had to do that at one point. Actually, a few, it was a, a year or two ago, I think I was getting quite a lot of hip pain, so I went to see a physio, and I had an insole. Because yeah. it wasn't my legs that were longer. This is going off topic, I'm sorry. Yeah. It wasn't my legs that one leg, it was my hip that was up a bit. Yeah. So it was all coming from, always yeah. coming from somewhere else. Do not look where, if you get pain in a certain area, it's, yeah. it's coming from somewhere else, up or down. A hundred percent. Again, this is another great point, because what a lot of people say is, oh, I just, uh, I just turned over in bed and my back went, or I just... Mm reached up for a can of beans and then my shoulder went. It's definitely not. It's 100%. And, and I think that if we say that we didn't hit, see it coming, we're lying to ourselves. Yeah. Because we all know if we've got potentially, like, we might do the chest press and something's a little bit tight, but we'll ignore it. Or, mm. you know, we might do, like, we're actually walking. Things don't feel right and we just ignore them till the point where they get we get injured. Yeah. And I think that is just, it's just laziness on it. I've done it before, everyone's done it before. We're just thinking, like, we need to assess how are we actually moving, how are we feeling on the sessions. Like, if we feel that are we actually making sure that we're going through the full range movement, if we can't go through the full range movement, why? And not ignoring things until things whack us in the face and make us injured, yeah. but addressing them. And it's always better to address them first, I think, before we actually we get our hand. Mm. Um, yeah, I think that's a very good point. So, what do you struggle with most about staying in shape <gasps> as being a robot person? <laughs> That's struggle. Yeah. Sure, uh, you struggle anything, do you? Never. Training. No, I don't struggle anything. I struggle. 
I don't know, because I'm so regimented, well, I don't know if regiment is the right word, but I'm so sort of, because I still track the food, and I know what I'm eating on a day-to-day -day basis, always. I do it the night before, just takes five minutes to just cover it. I generally eat the same foods pretty much all the time. I'm a bit boring. But that sometimes does get a little bit boring, mm. monotonous, you know, a bit so like... What do you think when you think, like, right, I could just eat, yeah. you know? I could just go over to Oliver's now after the late shift and Oliver's. No, I've never done that. <laughs> no, but yeah, what sometimes... do you think, like, did you ever feel that? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes when I walk into work and the Oliver's and the smell yeah. and you think, oh, God, that smells good. Uh, but what I do do to sort of combat that, I suppose, is to plan. I'll, I'll go, I can put it in. I was telling someone actually today, uh, not uh, yesterday, about how she's, oh, I've not had any chocolate. And I said, well, that's that's great, but, you know, because I think she was said she was eating, like, chocolate for lunch. And I was like, OK, that's good, then, if you stopped <laughs> eating chocolate for lunch. But if you cut everything out completely, it's too much. It's yeah. too much, and you will rebound, and you'll go back, and it won't work. So it's always good to plan in these things. So if I fan I haven't had an Oliver's pizza for a long, long time, but, like, you know, if I fancy a night out, I'll have one. It'll be fine. And, you know, because I know what to do the days leading up to it or the, or the morning of it, you know, like the days leading up to it, I'll probably maybe shave off, because I'm tracking, so I know what I'm doing. I'll just probably shave off 100 a day, maybe 200 a day, it depends what it is. Uh, so I've got these calories to play with, and then on Saturday night, I can eat what I want. 100%, and, and that is brings me to a very good point, and because someone said to me the other day, what can I have, what's the best, uh, Indian tavern, right? right. So the way the way I said it is, look, like you need to make sure that your daily habits are in check. Yeah. That's all. That's all. Literally, the difference between it and like an Indian is the difference between like there might be something a little bit healthier, but it's like, is there a difference between getting slapped in the face and punched? <laughs> right. It's not really much of a difference. Yeah. yeah. So you may as well make sure that you address your daily habits. Yeah. So when you go out to eat. Eat what the hell you want, and just yeah. Like, and, and it's not like the next day, it's like that because I've had an Indian, that means I have to eat like an idiot on Sunday. Mm. And I have to eat like, oh, well, I actually have this, and I feel a little bit tired, so I'm going to cancel my gym session. Oh, yeah. So it's not the actual going out and the meals that you have, it's the whole daily habits, and that's yes. what you address. And that's what I think is the sort yes. of. So that, that would be my sort of way. If I say like that, I really fancy something, like I'm walking, and say I'm walking past Elvis, and keep going a lot of others, I'm not an <laughs> <laughs> but like if I, I I feel like that I have a set of rules that I stick to. So Monday to Friday, like oh Monday to Thursday, I don't drink, um, and I don't and I wouldn't eat necessarily. I wouldn't just have a random Chinese on a no. Tuesday night because that's my daily person standard. So I think we should set the unless it's, it's a birthday or something. But I set you set yourself these, and then when you do have the time to yeah. do it, you're more disciplined. Um, and I feel like if you have them um, disciplined times because all. Uh, it can get into the binge mentality where you go mm. Monday to Friday, but you're not going um, Saturday, Sunday. But I feel if people are massively binging on Saturday and Sunday, I reckon if I put a GoPro on the head and look what they're actually yeah. doing on Monday to Thursday, it's not actually that good. No. The day, daily, daily, daily habits on that. Bit, so no. that's something very important. Which is what you think about. I think that's true. Uh, and I agree. And uh, especially like, yeah, on the say if it's a Saturday night, I will train on Saturday. Train something big, so it's just you know damage limitation, isn't it? So I think that's probably yeah, so a good. You run after a meal. Yeah. What do you do? What that day? Train. Which legs? Yeah. Lower's legs. 
<laughs> always like legs every day. Uh, yeah, if I'm going for me, I'll train legs. Or some sort of big muscle. Legs, chest, back. They're big muscles. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so I'll do that. And then, um, and yeah, I mean, I'm not a big drinker anyway. But I'll, I will have a drink. But I'll... See, I'm not, I'm, I hate drinking my calories. I will not drink my calories. Uh, I, I prefer to eat them. And uh, so I'll drink, obviously, water. Uh, but not when I go out. So if I find, so I'll have a gin. You know, the, the sensible alcohol choices, like, you know, wine, which is, uh, but gin and tonic, that's good. Um, and then on the, so I'll do that. Then come back on the Saturday, Saturday night, come back. And then you sort of got to, Eat a bit intuitively, haven't you? Like on that, on the day that you say, say I'll go for my meal, and then if I'm hungry when I come home, I'll have a little bedtime snack. But like, not no, not mad. I know what how, how many calories are in a in a rice cake or so or whatever. I'll have one of them. I know which which foods to choose, and then on the Sunday, wake up and just get back to normal. Yes. That, that, that's that's the thing. So, how does Having MS, mm. fetch, fetch, right. Well, it's, it's a big journey. I've been now diagnosed nearly ten years now. You know, um, my fitness journey. I thought it was going to affect it massively. I thought it would. I'd be like, oh god, I can't do this. But it hasn't at all. It's it's sort of it's this place sort of. I know, saved me is a little bit dramatic, but it did really because I was in a very you know quite a low place when I came here. And and it's just I've just been just on the up the whole time, and so how does it affect my? It's it doesn't at the moment touch wood. It's brilliant. Like I barely know I've got anything. And like like you said, I mean, there's no way I could have imagined doing a 16-hour day and finishing like I'll finish work tonight at Whaley Bridge around 10 o'clock. But it's like, no way I could have comprehended doing that before. Like I you know in my other job when you know before I came here. It was a nine to five, which was, you know, pleasant. Nine to fives are, you know, whatever. But I so you used that more breaks in the day as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I was allowed to have a sleep as well. Um <laughs> sleep on the job. Um no I was No. no, I was allowed to have more breaks. I did have to have more breaks, yes. Um but and also because actually when you when you first offered me that I thought I did think well, firstly, when I first came here to train, I thought I'm never going to do it. And then, well, then when you first offered me the job, I thought I'm never going to be able to do that. I've been on my feet for all that time. But I'm fine. But I'm actually fine. And I think, you know, things are a lot more scary in your head, maybe. But, you know, I'm, I'm strong now. Yeah, 100%. Right? We, whatever we tell ourselves, that, that, that's reality. Mm. Really, yeah. Um, and if we tell ourselves that we can't do something, it's very cliche, but it's very true as well. And I think mm. a lot of us do have a limit about ourselves. Yeah. It's just stepping forward. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So this is an important question. Who's stronger? You are. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't say me because she'll kill me. But it's totally me. No, no. Uh, she's, <laughs> she's stronger on a lot of things than I am. But so yeah, I'm. I'm not joking. So like, what? What's the most? Because obviously you and Anna built a, a very good um, like a friendship and a, and a good training partnership mm. as well. Like, and especially being the two two female THB trainers, and um, you, you train a lot together. So. Yeah. 
Um, what, what's the value of having a trading partner? Uh, I love trading with Anne um, because it's really, really nice to have someone there to motivate you and encourage you. Because some days when I'm, you know, when I'm beginning to train, I think, oh, I can't do this, I can't. You know, like, because like you said, you're in your own head and you believe what you're thinking. And, uh, but it's always nice to have someone there that's cheering you on and going, come on, you can do this, you can do this. And I think that's nice. And also someone to spot you if you want to go, if you want to challenge yourself and go a bit heavier. It's always nice to have that reassurance that someone's uh, going to be there. Um, and I think that is, it's really, really nice to have that. And also, I think it's a good point to mention about females lifting weights as well. And I think, I think uh, you know, a few years ago, it was considered not, maybe, maybe not, you know, ladylike or whatever to, to lift big weights um, because, you know, women were going to get bulky. Now, I've been lifting weights for, like, what, five or six years? I'm not bulky. It doesn't <laughs> No, you've got to, obviously, you know, a lot of different factors for, to, for women to grow a lot of muscle. But, you know, it, it, it's just going to give you a really nice body shape. Mm. And I think it's more... And it's great to see, you know, loads of women, you know, our members, there's lots of women lifting weights and getting rid of that sort of misconception. Uh, and yeah, mm, that's not um, good. So, what one thing I wanted to mention about training partners? So, what the importance? I've, I, I train with um, a few different people when I come throughout the week, um, mm. and I think we need to strike that balance. of it's important to have a training partner. Yes. But what? How is it important? Is it to have that passion and desire that you train yourself, no matter what? Because I think a lot of people, like if let, let's say over the years, I've seen people. Join the gym together. So they've joined another consultation, uh. they've done it together, they cook the book the first sessions together, they train the strength group together, they do this together. Then one of them goes mm. and it's like the other person needs the mojo, maybe when they actually wasn't ready to yeah. do that. Um, so I think it's, it's important as when you've got a training partner, it's yeah. also to have that, you know, have that spotting, have that camaraderie, have that sort of have that something to do together. It's very important and, it, and it's good, I do believe. But it's even more so important to have that ability into yourself. Yes. And you think if they don't train, I still train. Yes. Um, and obviously that's what you do. You and I yes. train together. But if I'm cancelled, you don't go. Oh well, uh, I'm not oh, going to train. Oh, yeah. I'm just I'm cancelled. Not necessarily cancelled. But that's what it is. If she did, if she didn't train that day, you still train. That's, yeah. That's the, I do. that's the point. No, I do. I you you've got to have that. I think you mentioned it a couple of years ago on on Facebook about your why. Mm. You know, you have to have your why, your reason. Deep. and I've got my you know I've got a massive one my MS and I feel like you know so I you know I feel like I've got to train to help the MS mm. uh, which is, I do because I feel so much better after I've trained uh, but also once you've done it keep doing that keep doing it. it just becomes like oh it's my lifestyle now it's mm. like my daily routine I'm like oh what am I going to do for this next hour I, I have to go train because I don't know what else to do yeah uh, so it does become like almost like your behaviour, your second nature. Uh, so, yeah, but you... And I'm here anyway, aren't I? Yeah. So I might as well. Uh, <laughs> no, because that's another thing about motivation and people losing the mojos, though. Like, I think I'm in a very fortunate position because I'm here. Like, say if I've worked an early shift, I'm here anyway. So you think, oh, I might as well. Because there are some days when I think, oh, you know, I'm tired or I don't really feel like it or, like, something aches mm. or... Uh, but I think, right, OK, I'll just do, just go and do 10 minutes, just just 15 minutes. And I'm here already, so I might as well. And then as soon as I start, you know, you yeah. do the whole thing, don't you, anyway? Um, so uh, there's that advice that I have for anyone who's lost any mojo. Just, just go, go. Just go go to the gym. Just be in that. That's half the battle. Once you're in the, in the building, that's half. You might as well do it while you're there. 
<laughs> right, well, that's uh, brilliant. Thank you very much well, thank you. For, for coming on. Um, I feel like we've got a lot of uh, good answers there for people to obviously take home and mm. um, help them the transformation. So, um, guys, I am going to be doing a lot more interrogations to all the THD trainers slash interviews. So if there's any questions you want me to ask them, let me know, because they don't actually know I'm going to ask them yet, but this will be the first time to find out. So, uh, guys, I'll see you on these sessions very soon. Take care.